To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not just their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. To the Chase Ascendancy Podcast. Back to the Chase Ascendancy After Dark. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this is Joe with the Chiss Ascendancy, and I'm excited to be back uh, podcasting. Um, I really wanted to um, get back into this and explain some. Let me get this uh, George Michael out of here. <laughs> I'm really excited about uh, some upcoming stuff, and so uh, not everybody could be here. Um, Samuel and Adam couldn't be uh, on today, but I was so excited, obviously, about the release of the trailer for the book of Boba Fett. So we're going to look at it, um, probably do a solid watch through and then break it down after that. But first, first things first, I wanted to uh, show you guys something that I recently got, um, both our online viewers and just listeners, uh, something that's pretty neat that I just want to make you guys aware of. Um, I recently came across this, and if you follow me on my Star Wars uh, photography page, Fet Ventures, I haven't been super active as of late, but uh, if you follow me on there, you've seen it in my story and such. Um, but it's the uh, Star Wars Episode Three Ultimate Edition. Let me see where you can see that. I've got this glare from this camera here. But um, it's Episode Three and everything that you need that includes that storyline. So it's got the final four episodes of The Clone Wars, um, it's got the first episode of the Bad Batch, and it includes the deleted scenes. Um, so <clears throat> I think that was pretty cool. And if you are wondering where you can get that, let me move myself here. If you're wondering where you can get that, you can go to Show De- Showtown Apparel and More. Um, also, if you just Google uh, Revenge of the Sith Ultimate Edition, um, you can see what comes in there. So this specific edition I got is... Uh, Ultimate Edition 2021 fan edit with Clone Wars from 2020 and the Bad Batch from 2021 and deleted scenes Blu-ray. And so uh, I think that's pretty neat. Its runtime is like freaking five hours or something ridiculous. Um, So I personally haven't watched it yet all the way through. I have watched a little bit of, um, there was another version I came across, uh, I want to say it's on Reddit, and they even included the uh, Tartakovsky Clone Wars stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, anyways, I just wanted to show you guys that if you didn't come across that already. And so without further ado, I say we get into this trailer and see what's what. How about that? Uh, so I guess what we'll do is we'll just give it a little watchy watch or a listen if you're just doing this on iTunes or Spotify. And, uh, I might say something here or there, but I'm not, I'm going to try not to pause the whole, um, video. And then we'll go back in and kind of see what we see. How about that?
This, uh, I am not a bounty hunter. This Bomar monk kind of looks like a Nightmare Before Christmas character. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. I'm glad they have a workout regimen for the Memorials now. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If he had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. Fantastic. Uh, so <clears throat> I wanted to give it a solid listen through that, especially if you're, uh, just listening via audio, you're able to hear it. Uh, if you haven't, man, I guess I could have started with, uh, Hey, we're watching the trailer spoilers. <laughs> um, I guess it's not too spoilery cause it's a trailer in and of itself, but, um, I say we'll just do a little frame by frame and, uh, see what we got going on here. I even broke out this, uh, this, uh, Boba Fett hat. It's, uh, I think it's a Disney World or Disneyland exclusive from years back um, at a job I used to work at. There was a guy that uh, was there that gave me this hat because he heard I was a big Boba Fett and Star Wars fan. And uh, turns out he pretty much hated me. But the joke's on him because I have the hat and I don't work there anymore. So, uh, okay, we're going to press play again before I get into my feelings. And we'll go from there. Right off the bat, here we're like literally two seconds in, so I guess we're in for a, a long night. Let me break it down this trailer. Two seconds in, tell me if you guys hear a bantha right before this disgusting spider starts walking. Ready? You hear that? It's right at two seconds since you can see the play time on here. You hear that? Mm. Uh, here's the Bomar Monk. If you guys don't know what this is, if you're, um, you know, new to Star Wars or you just started watching because of the Mandalorian or whatever, uh, these Bomar monks believe that once they had reached and it's one of two things, I can't recall which one specifically, but, um, either once they reached enlightenment or, um, in order to achieve full enlightenment, uh, they would, uh, get their brains placed inside of this vat and have this spider, I guess it's a droid at the end of the day, uh, carry them around. And in Legends, you actually had Bib Fortuna, who is that disgusting uh, Twi'lek that's uh, the Wunga, that guy. Uh, in Legends, the 
I don't remember if someone else took over Jabba's palace or I think maybe the monks did and just used it basically as a monastery. But uh, they put Bib Fortuna's brain in one of these uh, spiders, in one of these monk vats. It would be really interesting if you know how your brain doesn't die for a while after you're dead. So I wonder if it would be it'll be kind of a cool thing. I don't think they're going to do this. I think it's just to create nostalgia and remind us of what's in Jabba's palace. But it would be super cool if they had killed right after he shot Bib Fortuna, if he wasn't necessarily dead, if they went ahead and put his brain in this goop. That'll be neat. I am not a bounty hunter. Um. So, God, we're ten seconds in. <laughs> uh. But, uh, Boba Fett here saying he's not a bounty hunter, and uh, to me, that's that's him talking to somebody. Basically, they're kind of questioning. So, who are you to be going around talking to folk and trying to get everybody uh, back in the fold? And uh, to me, that's Boba saying, "I'm not a bounty hunter. I'm more than a bounty hunter." Uh, so maybe he's the boss now. Huh? That'd be cool. Got a cool droid there. Almost like a Polis Masa kind of look. You know, the one that talked about how Padme died because her feelings were hurt. If that was more of a real thing, so many people would be dead in 2021 from hurt feelings. <laughs> she died because she was butthurt. So Boba's got his helmet. Is it just me, or is he already scuffed up this beautiful armor? He's had this for like three days, and it's already got all these scuffs on it. I've heard otherwise. You've got a voice uh, that says, I've heard otherwise. I love the Boba Fett maroon and green Lucasfilm logo. That's the way the logo should be from now on. I don't care what show it is. They should always be Boba Fett's colors. Um, so... I tried to be sneaky. I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, towards the end of Mandalorian season two, we um, before they were confirmed, the dark troopers were on Moff Gideon's ship, and it kind of talks about Moff walking in there. You guys remember that? And they have the just the rows and rows of dark troopers, and you can hear them. You know, there's hoses hooked up to them and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I can't remember where I heard this, but basically, you can do um, for for people who want to watch the show but they are blind they do like an audio uh description basically like imagine an audio book but for tv shows and i remember that's how the information finally dropped that these were dark troopers we had kind of been thinking about it i remember uh, that was one of the times that we were prophets on the show last year uh talking about it would be cool if the dark troopers came back and they were part of that project um but when you turned on that uh that assistant um, I guess descriptor for the episodes, it talked about um, Moff Gideon walks into a room and he looks at a room full of dark troopers being made. Uh, I was hoping that I could turn on some kind of subtitles or something and see what this character's name was, uh, this Ithorian that he's talking to. Obviously, uh, a very distinguished gentleman, yes. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with Instagram and TikTok and such, that's a joke. Uh, but this Ithorian that says he's heard otherwise, some people are speculating is that Doc Undar uh, from Galaxy's Edge, the guy that has all the really cool uh, little collectibles where you buy your holocrons and things. I don't know if this is him. I did hear rumor that there was going to be an Ithorian, some type of mob boss that is kind of the antagonist of the show. Or I don't know if it's just a one and done season type of thing. Man, I imagine it's two seasons of Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if my heart could survive. Um, 
but I tried to turn on captions to see if they would say what the guy's name was, but it never did. So they're walking into this place. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. And that sounds like Din Djarin to me. I know that it's supposed to be this Ithorian character, but what if it's not? What if that's just a clever voiceover? Ruled with fear. So obviously I think they're inside the palace of wherever this place is they've been going. Gamorrean's with them, that's pretty dope. And Looks like he dipped his uh, pointer finger in his pinky and some Bacta and then rubbed it across his eyebrows. <laughs> and rule with again. respect. I really like how this show, you're really getting to finally see how huge Jabba's Palace is. I think that um, as a kid growing up, whenever I saw Return of the Jedi from the special editions, you know, the re-release in theaters, and then of course watching it on VHS a thousand times, um, I remember not realizing how big it was, and I think it's because in the foreground you have that frog character that eats that little bug or whatever, and it makes it look smaller than it is. I, and it may be because they use miniatures. And so the there was a frog puppet way in the foreground and then Jabba's Palace is in the background. But because it's a miniature, you can't really get the scale. You don't really get a good feel for it. I love that someone is walking up to Jabba's Palace here. Or I guess Boba Fett's Palace now. <laughs> Big ballin'. Uh, but it's interesting to me that you can kind of see how massive this um this palace really is also boba fett kind of strikes me as a little bit of a minimalist in legends and stuff he just like just racked up credits on credits on credits and he's kind of like han solo in the sense that slave ones all the only ship he ever wants or needs he doesn't really care for anything else so jabba much like myself is a hoarder like he's gonna have all kinds of crap in there all kinds of gold and drugs and slaves and all this kind of stuff just stored in this hole i'm sure it's disgusting in there it makes me wonder what both if i could even put in there does he just have like a workout room in every area or maybe because tomorrow morrison's on set they have a polynesian spa we're all once captains under job finally get trandoshans on screen um i'm dying to see a trandoshan talk and i want them to go <laughs> if samuel was here that's what he'd do um, I like how you have <laughs> you have these. Uh, obviously, you have a giant Trandoshan here. If you look behind Boba's head on the far left, you have another giant Trandoshan, like two big enforcers, and then you have the two. It seems like the you know the two in charge fellas here, and this guy. You know, he's looking over here. I don't know why. I think this guy just looks like such a derp. He just looks like I don't know more intimidated. You know, and then you have the Clatuinians, just disgusting. Kind of like dogs a little bit. What? I'm here to make a proposal that's be mutually beneficial. Aqualish. Did Ponda Baba just have fantastic dental hygiene, or is his butt mouth cleaner than the others? Is it just me? Uh, in this shot, it looks like you've got Finnick and Boba in essentially what would be the bedroom up there, uh, or the main, the master bedroom, or the, I don't know what they call it nowadays. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the primary bedroom, as it were. But uh, it's interesting. I never really pictured a moment where uh, 
where Jabba was in his bedroom. I always just thought he slept downstairs. So it really shows how much of a bro Jabba was for uh, having a sleepover at his house where he was hanging out on the couch with all his buddies because apparently he has an actual bedroom. You can see my wife's uh, arm right here. <laughs> she's a she's a trooper. I'm recording this at like 11 o'clock at night. Every galaxy. Oh my God, Tuscan Raiders. We can't get enough Tuscan Raiders. Can we get a Tuscan Raider show on Disney Plus by themselves? Uh, I would love to just get like a Tuscan Raider cookbook. A thousand ways to cook a crate dragon's egg. Um, that would just be freaking sick. <clears throat> it seems to me that they've got uh, darker clothes on here. So here's my thought on this one here. I think a lot of what we're seeing is probably from the first episode, maybe two episodes tops, which I really like. I know, obviously, I'm a sucker for I want the Bosk shot. I want the Cad Bane shot. I want something wild. I want to see Black Kersantan. I want to see Han Solo. I want to see something really crazy that's going to blow my socks off, but I know I'm going to get a whole season of it. And so, um, these Tuscans are enough, guys. Don't let anyone tell you that you're not enough, Tuscans. Um, but I love that they've got those darker outfits on. Um, you got their, they got the gaffy sticks, these three fellas, and then you got the cycler. Um, so this guy's probably the guy that shot at Anakin. Just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I'm wondering if this, like, you know what I'm really not going to like? I'm really not going to like if we get this whole show and they're like, I mean, now that he's survived the Sarlacc, who needs to know why or how? You know, if we don't see that, I'm going to be pretty upset. So I'm hoping that uh, maybe Boba calls a meeting with these crime, you know, these other captains that Fennec Shan's talking about. And maybe they're like, you know, how can we trust it's you? Maybe that's the first time he takes his helmet off. Um, obviously... From the Aftermath series, we found out about Cobb Vanth. Shout out to Cobb Vanth and Vanth's Armory on Instagram. Uh, but uh, in the Aftermath uh, books, one of the interludes talks about Cobb Vanth and how he found Boba's armor in a sand crawler and he bought it. And that's how he started running Freetown and all that kind of stuff. And maybe a little bit of that was changed um, with the Mandalorian. But essentially... Um, you know, we got that backstory. I'm really hoping that when he, when Boba shows back up, similar to nobody really knew if Cobb Vanth was a real Mandalorian or not, much less a guy going around claiming to be Boba Fett. Uh, I wonder if these guys are like, yeah, well, Boba's been dead, so joke's on you. And my hope is in the first, like, five minutes of episode one on December 29th, either this is reality or I'm in, like, the best coma of my life. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. But uh, I'm hoping that in the first five minutes we get to see that, hey, you're not Boba Fett. You know, he's been dead for five years or he's been in the Sarlacc. He's being digested painfully over a thousand years. Uh, I hope that he says, yeah, that's what you thought and kind of breaks down what happened. And my hope is these Tusken Raiders are the folks who find him. I know the Jawas found the armor, but maybe uh, the Tuscans, obviously they are very into um survival they're very that lore behind the crate dragons for them and things like that uh dude who knows does the crate dragon from mandalorian season two eat the sarlacc and then can't digest it and she throws it back up and it almost looks like boba fett survives the sarlacc and the crate dragon who freaking knows i mean 
I'm I'm ready for anything and everything. And so can we just talk about how the threat from Jabba is that you're going to rot over a thousand years? Like, isn't the average human lifespan like 70 something years? How does that work? Are you just super dehydrated and parched and freaking hungry that whole time? Or is it like Mad Max and you're just like sticking your tongue out and there's just like a little dribble of of water every once in a while? Is there someone in there keeping you alive? Of conflict. When cooperation can make us all rich. I very much appreciate that the Twi'lek um, headpieces, they're, I don't know what you want to call them, prosthetics or whatever, are looking much, much, much better. Um, and so I did not care for the Twi'leks from Mandalorian season one. A, I just didn't like the Twi'leks. They're supposed to be very graceful and supposed to be very, uh, you know, uh, just they had like a French accent in all the audiobooks ever since the beginning of mankind. And now it's just some British lady that's going. <laughs> and so I didn't care for that. Um, I think right here, I would be surprised if we were on Tatooine. Uh, You've got a lot of folks in the room, and uh, it doesn't seem like, I don't know, I know this is kind of petty, but this little white guy's haircut right here just looks a little too preen and proper for uh, for Tatooine. It just, it doesn't look like a Tatooine hangout, you know, like, too well lit, um, just everybody looks way too clean. It just, just, it strikes me as he's off world somewhere. Who, who knows? Maybe with all this gray, mark my words, with all this gray and all that kind of plain stuff, maybe he's on Mandalore in this scene. Jot it down. Of course, Slave One. What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If he had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. Let's run that back a second. I have an idea of what's happening here. Okay, first of all, if these guys were all captains under Java, they look like they're not doing too poorly for themselves because... Look how they're dressed. Like these Trandoshans all have nice clothes on. This guy's got a freaking Count Chocula necklace. What do you call that? A necklace cape? This guy looks like when it rains, it just all gets into his neck. And I also, it's kind of interesting. Oh, I guess this is the Aqualish over here. Um, who's this guy in the background over here? It's us all from killing. Uh, I was hoping I could see that guy. This guy looks like an evil who from Whoville. This guy looks like the Grinch if you shaved him. This guy looks like trash. <laughs> uh, but he says, what prevents us all from just killing you? And there's something that happens here. Um, it, it, they're making it, tr they're trying to make it seem like it's all one. What prevents us all from killing you? So here's the thing. He's sitting at a table with. Finnick and all these guys and my thought is this is definitely not I think he's given her the you need to kill somebody order right here like this look is you know like I said he, he says he's not a bounty hunter anymore so 
I think it's almost it's cool to establish the fact that this is beneath me, like killing people who tick me off. It's beneath me. So handle my business for me kind of thing. You know, uh, he's the mob boss now, you know, he's the, he's the Capone. So he's looking to his Lieutenant, which is Phoenix Shand, um, to get the job done. Uh, so something happens here. What keeps us from killing you and taking what we want. This is a completely different scene entirely. It's just showing his, his uh, bad to the boneness. Vibro axe, freaking sick. I love that we're finally seeing stuff that we've read about in books for a long time. For those of you who read or like comics or things, uh, vibro, vibro axe and things like that. So we've heard a lot of those, but um, it's really cool to finally see them. I really hope we see that beheading for real, for real. Maybe it's like whenever the movie starts, you can be like, you know, they have those warnings now where it's like, hey, the Jungle Book had insensitive com content. We leave it in there so that you can see it or whatever they say. Um, I hope that it's like, hey, you can see a beheading or not see a beheading. And I would click see a beheading. If you had... So this is different. This is a different scene. I, I don't imagine that because the, the throne's not behind him when... Um, when they're at the table. So this is probably before the table is my guess. Look at such insolence to Java. He'd have fed you to his menagerie. Also, you know what? I wonder if, uh, if she says, if you would have spoken such insolence to Java, he would have fed you to his menagerie. Imagine the rancor from Bad Batch is in Boba's ownership and... I know he says he's going to rule with respect, but it's also like, you know what the teens say, you got to give respect to get respect. So it would be interesting if they were like, well, we don't respect you. And she says, if you would have talked like that to Jabba, he would have fed you to his menagerie. And then they throw somebody down into there with the new Rancor, the one from Bad Batch. Please. Okay, here's what's happening here. This guy's face, this is definitely after dinner in my opinion. Here's why. At dinner, he's like, well, what happened that we can kill you ourselves? I don't know why he sounds like Adam Sandler, but uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler meets Yoda. What's keeping us from killing you ourselves? Um, also, you can tell he's defeated because his uh, necklace, <laughs> his neck cape is so sad and saggy. <laughs> but um, I imagine here, like, watch this motion real quick. When the guy to his right or left clearly has a gun pointed at Boba here. See that? Watch this guy's right hand. Please. Nope. He's saying, nope, don't try it. Not worth it. Speak freely. This speak freely is not a real speak freely. This speak freely is like when the priest says, does anybody have anything to say about this marriage? And 90% of the room goes, not a good idea. And it says, all right, speak now forever, hold your peace. Which I haven't heard anybody say that in a long time. I think they must have had a, uh, a number of outbursts in a row and they finally said, you know what, none of their business. But uh, that moment where he's saying, speak now forever, hold your peace, and nobody really expects anybody to say anything. I think Boba Fett's saying, uh, you know, he's using the old uh, Teddy Roosevelt speak softly and carry a big stick method where he's not going to save her many things. Um, but he's going to say, you know, okay, well, say what you would need to say. 
you know, John Mayer, but, uh, you know, talk, you know, what get, you know, what it basically. December 29th, can't get here fast enough. Um, I had somebody come up to me and be like, hey, you want to watch that together? And I was like, are you going to talk at all? And they just looked at me and I was like, I'm not trying to conversate here. I'm not trying to, this is not, I'm trying to experience this for myself. So, uh, not to be rude. Sorry, Chico. Um, let's see. Black. I'm trying to find Black Kersantan, and they're like, you want to watch The Black Klansman? It does have Kylo Ren in it, so I've always heard it's a good movie. Um, something that I'm super stoked about is I really hope we see Black Kersantan. If you guys don't know who that is, uh, he's a Wookiee bounty hunter, and he makes he makes uh, Chewbacca look just tiny, tiny, tiny. And if we don't get him in Boba Fett, we might get him in Kenobi. They definitely uh, have seen each other before, and uh, but yeah, here's a little here's a picture uh, from some comics. Um, let's see if I can can I make this picture bigger? Open image a new tab. But uh, yeah, they're very very. Uh, it's a very fun character. Here he is. If you guys look at <laughs> look at Dagum, uh, can I zoom in? Look at Owen Lars. Or is that Owen? Yeah, Uncle Owen? Look at him. This guy looks drunk out of his mind. Lay off the blue milk, Owen. Um, but, yeah, I'm super, super uh, hopeful to see this guy. I, I'm hoping that if I was Boba Fett, the way that I would rule, the way that I would make sure all of our ducks were in a row, was I would get some of these guys that I know from the past and say, hey, look, you want to make more money than you've ever made in your life? Leave the side gigs behind. Leave the, uh, you know, hey, picking up somebody on parole. That's, you know, leave the dog, the bounty hunter type of stuff behind and get with the program. He's basically, you know, he's taken over Jabba's show. You know, he's taken over the the greatest crime syndicate in the history of the galaxy. I mean, Black Sun, um, we don't really know much about them in canon. In Legends by now, Prince Caesar has been killed. Um, I would love, though, you know, I think something that's really interesting, I know that there's a lot of people that really love Legends. Um, and even even myself, I love Legends, and I love, I, I, can, I can jump into a great many number of Legends novels before I can jump into that same number of canon novels. Uh, books and things. I think we have some great canon stuff. High Republic is just hitting it out of the park. Uh, but when it comes to Legends material, uh, there's just, there's so many years, there's so many years ahead. But um, one thing that's cool about having, I've said this before, but something cool about having this Disney universe, um, yes, I called it a Disney universe, sue me. Uh, I really love that we're finally getting characters back. Like, Say what you want, we were never going to get a book of Boba Fett show if George didn't sell Star Wars, you know? And so I do feel like we're living in, other than the lightning in the bottle, which is the original trilogy coming to theaters, we're living in peak Star Wars, you know? And, and I say that because you can always go back and watch Revenge of the Sith if that's your thing. You can always watch, you can watch Revenge of the Sith Ultimate Edition if you so choose. You can put on your cool sunglasses 
and you can uh, whether you want to just watch it online or purchase the Blu-ray edition, you can watch that if you want. And uh, that type of thing is available because we're living in peak Star Wars time. You can go watch Clone Wars. You can watch the original Clone Wars. They're both on Disney Plus now. Droids is on there. Ewoks. So it's cool because they're playing. They're paying homage to the things that were. Um, but we're also getting new stuff. We were never, ever going to get a live-action Star Wars show uh, about just Boba Fett and how bad to the bone he is. Um, and I said this on Instagram, and I'm going to say it over the airwaves, but if you're one of those noobs that from 1984, when he fell into the Sarlacc pit, until 2020 when he showed back up on Disney+, Plus, if you're one of those guys that thought Boba Fett was overrated... And you know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of people saying that he's been overrated for all these years, my whole life, and uh, and now they want to be a part of the group. No, you're not allowed in the club. You underestimated our guy, and so you can watch outside. If you want to be outside my house on December 29th, I hope it's raining, and you can watch through my back window, but you're not allowed inside the crib while we're watching Book of Boba Fett. All of you Fett fans, you can come in and watch with me. But not you losers who thought that Boba Fett wasn't cool before this. Screw you guys. There, I said it. Um, all those people who thought Thrawn was lame, and now he's turning out to be the freaking Thanos of all their Disney stuff. Um, yeah, you can watch outside too. You remember from uh, remember the Titans where they're on the bus, and uh, you've got the white players and the black players, and like they don't really aren't getting along yet. And uh, I can't remember the guy, but the guy that gets in the car wreck, if you haven't seen the movie, it's been out for like 45 years. But uh, Bertier, I want to say his name is. He's the white guy. He's like the middle linebacker or something. Anyways, um, he is. Uh, they're on the way to training camp, and he's sitting next to this guy, Julius, and they end up becoming best friends. But on the way there, you know, Julius is one of the better new players, you know, as as is it integration is happening in public schools. And then you've got Bertier who's like, you know, the number one, everybody's favorite guy, uh, the, the homecoming King kind of character. And they're riding to training camp and someone's singing. And Julia says, you can shut up. And Bertier's like, yeah, like he's trying to, you know, buddy up with them. And Julius looks him straight in the eye and goes, and you can shut up too. And that's how I feel. If you didn't like Boba Fett and Thrawn before this, you can shut up and you can watch from outside in the rain. And I hope a bird poops on you. I'll keep going. Um, okay, other characters I'd like to see. Obviously, you've heard me say some of this stuff before, but uh, it's my party right now. As Canella would say, it's my night. Um, Bosk would be awesome. Uh, there's a little, uh, there's a little fan. Uh, actually, this is a fan fiction um, little movie that came out a little while ago. I guess I'll go ahead and click on it and shout these folks out. It's not like I have any power here to get more exposure for these guys, but I can try. Um, let's see. This came, this little blog or whatever from nerdreactor.com uh, says Star Wars meets Predator fan film features Bosk the Bounty Hunter. Um, and it's called Scorekeeper. And I will say for obviously not low budget in the It Sucks way but low budget like legitimately low budget um i was very impressed with how they had boss moving about and stuff so um hey maybe they need to call that guy you know kind of like they called the guy that did the better deep fake of luke skywalker that was super awesome that they hired that guy so call these folks that did boss 
Bosch would be super awesome to see, but I don't want it to be a disappointment. You know, I want to be very impressed. And uh, I hope that he's real lanky. Um, if you guys are toy collectors out there, uh, the Black Series Bosk is too um, too clunky for me. He needs to have that. I really prefer. Um, I really prefer that Clone Wars animated lanky style. He's a lizard after all, so he should be kind of, you know, reptilian and serpenty. Um, another character, obviously, we'd love to see is Cad Bane. I don't see Cad Bane working for Boba Fett. He that's just beneath him. So he would be a great antagonist, and it would be a nice little feather in our Mandalorian helmets if Boba Fett finally gave uh, Cad Bane the permanent boot into the afterlife, like he was supposed to in Clone Wars. That would be super cool. Or if you just want to come come up and work alongside him, that would be really awesome. Um, Cad really had a lot of respect for Jango, and Jango had a lot of respect for Cad. So in a perfect world, Bosk and Boba Fett and Cad Bane are all just best buddies, and they all take turns going to each other's houses for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but that's not the way that the galaxy works, especially not the underworld. Uh, Cad Bane would be awesome. And then someone that I'm not sure I want to show up, um, but I've heard rumor. It's been so long since we did something like this, I can't remember uh, where I heard this from. But Omega would be nice. Uh, it would be cool to see her. I can't see a world where Boba Fett gives two craps about her, and that's probably going to hurt her feelings. Um, I don't see her showing up in season one because that's like a huge spoiler for what happens in the Bad Batch. Like, I assume she's going to survive this series, but wouldn't it be kind of hardcore if she died? Wouldn't that be wild? Um but I don't know. It will be interesting. It has Boba turned over a new leaf. And is he the guy, you know, if you're a reader and if you've gotten into legends, kind of like what we've talked about before, um, in the legacy of the four series, like family kind of becomes a thing for Boba Fett and he meets his granddaughter and all kinds of stuff like that kind of happen. And so, you know, if Omega is, does live that long and he's starting to think about legacy and he's starting to realize, you know, man, you know who this really looks good for? That I'm now the ruler of basically the criminal underworld. This looks good for Django's legacy. This looks good for, and uh, from what we know from, you know, Mandalorian season two, it's not necessarily that he's super concerned about the Mandalorian legacy because Mandalorians outside of Django and Boba are kind of wieners besides Din Djarin. Um, he's not really concerned about that, I don't think. I think he's really concerned about his dad's legacy. And uh, so it would be interesting, you know, he's wasn't a fond of the clone troopers in the Clone Wars, but who knows, maybe he's a different guy, you know, the way that Boba acted in the Clone Wars and the way that he acted in Mandalorian were completely different as well. So maybe he would welcome uh, one last family tie. That would be interesting. And does he end up on, um, on Mandalore at the end of the day? Who knows? Because... Uh, he is the Mandalore, you know, he is that guy, but in legends, I'm saying like he becomes the ruler and it's reluctantly, I don't see it being a big priority for him. Um, but I can see a world where he shows up and, you know, I don't necessarily think he cares about Din Djarin, but maybe it's all about the legacy of Jango Fett, or maybe there's people that would like for him to rule because he's you know, he's, 
he's that tie to the old ways. I don't think Bo-Katan's going to be a good leader. If you're a Bo-Katan fan here, I'm so sorry. I don't like your girl. I don't like the way she talks to my friend, and uh, I'm not happy with it. But anyways, that's just a lot of speculation. I was so hyped, I had to break this down. I wanted to look at it. I'm sure there's tons more in Easter eggs we could just research and research and talk about for hours. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, please like this video. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Share it with your friends and all of your fellow cohorts uh, that are in the Bounty Hunters Guild. And uh, we will see you guys next time. And remember, the Force will be with you always. And uh, I'll leave that other little ending out there because Samuel's not here with us. But thank you guys so much and have a great, great week. And remember, we're just days away. It's a lot of days at this point, more weeks. But we're just days away from our first ever Boba Fett series. How cool is that? Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time.